Daily Podcast for today, July 26, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the man, the, the content director here at Win Daily. And that means uh, I report to my co-host, uh, the CEO and founder of Win Daily, Jason Mizrahi. We've got a big slate tonight, so let's get right into it with Jason. Uh, the Dodgers at the Nationals. Young Jin Ryu is 11,200 on DraftKings tonight. Going against Anibal Sanchez, 6,600. A lot of money for Ryu, obviously, but what do you think about Sanchez? I know some of our writers on our site today, uh, you know, it, I believe in the winner's circle, they were, they were saying that uh, that they don't like Sanchez. Actually, it was uh, it was David Jones who was doing his hitting rundown and saying Sanchez is due for regression, he's had an easy schedule, but he's only 6,600 on drafting. I know that's a really good lineup for him to face, but what do you think about it? I know you like value pitching to open up room for your stacks. What do you think about uh, spending up for Ryu and maybe using Sanchez? Um, I'm against both. You know, I think there's better pitchers uh, with better matchups to pay up for. Uh, we'll talk about those guys soon. And then for, you know, for salary savers, I don't want to attack this Dodger lineup with a righty. They got a bunch of lefties with a bunch of power. Um, there's better spots here. So I like this game from one side and one side only, and that would be Dodger bats. Um, I think they go slightly under-owned here. So if I'm going to go with this game by any means, I would like guys like Bellinger, Peterson, um, Turner, Seager starting to heat up a little bit. So I want the lefties. I want Justin Turner. You know, I want the Dodger bats over anybody else in this game. Atlanta's at Philadelphia. The NL East rivalry continues. Mike Soroka's only 9900 I kind of like that price because – like I'm saying all year long, I'll throw Soroka out there against anybody. Jake Arrieta, you know, maybe uh, you know running some some bats here uh, from the Atlanta side. Uh, Freddie Freeman, you have to spend 5200, but Dansby Swanson's only only 4200. Even though you don't get the platoon split, you'd have to spend up for Josh Donaldson. Ozzy Albie's only 4200. If Brian McCann is in the lineup, he gives you a lefty righty split. At just thirty seven hundred, and Nick Markakis is only four thousand. If it's Tyler Flowers instead of uh, McCann, then he's thirty five hundred. Um, I'm going to disagree with you again. Um, Soroka at this price tag at ten thousand or ninety nine hundred, just guys in better spots, better matchups. Um, Soroka's good, don't get me wrong. We got a hitter's ballpark. Atlanta from the from the hitting perspective has cooled down as of late. You know, they're coming off a couple series here where they just didn't really show up and do their thing. So I don't think this is a spot to uh, play for DFS purposes. Better game to watch than to put your money behind. So as of right now, it's, it's early Friday morning. I don't really see this as a sexy game to attack. So I'm going to stay away. Arietta's is good enough that I don't want to load up on these Atlanta bats. It's a hitter's park, which kind of wants me to grab some Atlanta bats, but... They've cooled off. There's better spots, so I'm going to stay away. I will start Soroka anytime, anywhere, if it gets anybody. Tampa Bay is at Toronto. Diego Castillo is the opener for Tampa Bay. Uh, we have Jacob, Wag- Wag- <laughs> Jacob Wagu's pack, uh, you know, making his season debut for the Blue Jays. This might be a stay-away game. It looks unpredictable. Yeah, um... I think this kid, this kid. I think this kid started before. Um, nothing that's impressive enough to to play with, but you know, 
I can't see myself obviously pitching, you know, either of these two guys here. Um, it's a stay away spot. Tampa's going to go under own like they always do. You know, so Tampa could be, you know, one of these sneakier stacks of the slate. Nobody really wants to play Tampa ever. Um, this guy, Jacob, has had three starts um, so far. Two of them versus Boston. One of them was versus Tampa. So he's not going to last long in a game, four innings, five innings. But he hasn't pitched terrible either. So, you know, I think Tampa comes in as a sneaky stack. Guys like Lowe, uh, Meadows, Troy make a lot of sense here. So if you want to have an under-owned stack, if you're making, you know, multiple lineups, five, six, seven lineups, something like that, I think you got to throw a Tampa Bay stack in one of them just because they'll be under-owned and they have a chance to go off at the hitter's park and they're facing a guy that's not going to last long in this game. Well, actually, you know, you're correct. I, I stand corrected or sit corrected for my position. Wagusek is uh, actually at two starts this year and has 568 overall ERA. Uh, the Yankees are at the Red Sox. The Yankees take it on the chin big time with 19 runs allowed last night. James Paxton, Paxton tries to stop the uh, the temporary bleeding going against Andrew Kashner here. And, uh, you know, taking take a look at this, uh, you know, we look, we look today uh, on the winning edge, uh, you know, by Daniel Weir on our homepage, and he talks about how Kashner is basically overachieved. He does like the Yankees stack. But they're not cheap. Uh, Pax is 8,800 on DraftKings. Yeah, this is a game, you know, when these games start going off like they did on Thursday, it's it's not something that's out of the ordinary. Um, these Boston Yankee games typically turn into shootouts for the last, you know, three to five years. When they when they get any serious games, you know, pitching gets thrown out the door. We're we're typically in hitters' parks if they're if it's Yankee Stadium or Boston. So you know, these two pitchers having up and down seasons, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at another high scoring game on both sides. So, you know, if, if it comes down to attacking this game, it's definitely in the hitters I want to attack. I don't want to, you know, really go at this game from a, from a pitching perspective. It's going to be all the bats. So, you know, when you look at it, bets, Bogarts, Martinez, Vasquez, um, maybe taking some value like Travis. Um, at the bottom half and hope they get to uh, Paxton. And on the back side of things, guys like Hicks and Encarnacion, who glorious is hitting, heating up. So all these Yankee bats are in play as well. So those are good. If you're going to stack either side, I would lean towards a game stack and, and stack both sides of this game. I think it makes the most sense for this. Okay. Uh, the Pirates are at the Mets. And uh, Dario Grazi going against uh, Zach Wheeler. Uh, this could be the last start for Wheeler, actually. He said Mets management actually came and told him that he's very likely to be traded, but then we have some we have some uh, we have some reports that uh, now that the Mets might trade Syndergaard, it might extend Wheeler, but it could be Wheeler's final start at City Field. He's going against Dario Garazzi, who uh, actually has a T- 225 ERA this season. And it's only 6,600 on DraftKings. Could Agrazi be a value pitcher against this Mets lineup? The Mets often don't do well against the pitchers they haven't seen before. But you really have to like uh, Wheeler at 9,200 against this, this lineup. But it is his first start back from the IL, so you don't want to know what kind of length he's going to get. Yeah, you got to check the reports here. Um, if we're getting, if we're getting, you know, full workload Wheeler, I think he's one of the best pitchers on the slate. These Pirates came out of an all-star break, slumping. 
they're one of the worst teams outside the break. So Wheeler, you know, has the K upside. The Mets have been winning games. Um, the Mets are going to be favored in this game. Look like they're a pretty heavy favorite at home too. Um, almost two to one favorite here. So you know, Vegas is supporting Wheeler. He's going against a, you know a young pitcher and a Pittsburgh lineup that is really cold right now. So you got to check the reports. I haven't seen any reports yet, you know, as far as the pitch count goes. But if we get a full pitch count out of Wheeler, I think he's one of the top plays of the slate. And he's a guy that I want to, you know, have in my lineups um, at this price tag because the matchup is good. Um, he's got the K upside. And I like him a lot in this matchup here if we find out that he's not on a 75-80 um, pitch, pitch count. Another thing you got to worry about here. The narratives that you were talking about, you know, the last thing the Mets want to do is pitch a guy off the, the DL, extend him too long, he gets hurt, and that trade value goes to garbage. So that that's something that's worrisome for me. So I got to look into these reports about trades. I got to look into the reports about his injury and see, you know, what management is looking to do with him. But that's a little bit scary. You know, it's a little scary for me in that sense of things, that if he gets pulled early for this game because they made a trade, or, God forbid, you know, the news comes out after lock and you're stuck with a zero. Those are things you don't want in your lineup. So I'm going to do as much research as I can. If I think he's clear, you know, I'll take the shot on him. All right. Let's uh, go to Arizona at Miami. And we got Zach Greinke against Sandy Alcantara. Greinke, 10,500. Seems like the play against this Miami Marlins lineup. And uh, Alcantara, the undeserving all-star, maybe can get some Arizona bats in here. Yeah, this is the guy you you, you want to grab for safety in your cash games and even in um, your GPPs. You know, at 10500 on DraftKings, you're pretty much going to get um, probably, I would assume, top three starter of the night. You know, somewhere either one, two, or three with Granke. So you're paying for the safety. You're definitely playing Granke in cash. Um, there's nobody else on the slate that even compares to a better cash play than Granke. And even for GPPs, he's got the weakest, softest matchup. You know, Vegas has him as a heavy, heavy favorite. Has the Marlins barely scoring over three runs. So they're going to come in, you know, as the best team to attack. Pitchers park. If you don't know, the Marlins are really not good at hitting. They're fielding uh, a veteran minor league team at this point. So, you know, Granke's definitely in play. I'm not going to really attack Arizona from a hitting perspective because I just don't think, you know, um, Alcantara is that bad or Arizona is that good. That I want to go with them from a hitting perspective. So it's Granke or bust in this game for me. Okay, uh, let's keep moving it right along. Chicago's at Milwaukee. Kyle Hendricks against Gio Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, not a good lineup for Gio to face, although he's pitched pretty well uh, before he was injured. Kyle Hendricks against the Brewers. You like Kyle Hendricks, but it's a tough lineup, Jay. Yeah, you know, I'm not pitching any of these guys. Um, Hendricks, if you made me pick one of the guys, I would go with Hendricks over Gio. There's no shot in hell on pitching Gio. Hendricks makes some sense. 8,100. The Brewers have been a little bit cold, but, you know, it's still the Brewers, you know, so that worries me for sure. Um, so I'm probably going to adjust if, if I want to go with this game, I'm going to dive into the numbers, and I'm probably going to just lean towards these Cub bats, you know, guys like Baez, guys like Chris Bryant, you know, these righties versus Gio. Gio likes to nibble. He's probably not going to last too long in his game. So, you know, I like the, the Cubs from a hitting perspective here. 
I think they also go slightly under-owned. Um, they face Geo a lot. Nobody really has that great of numbers against them, but you know, I like Brian Contreras Baez as a as a small little stack there. I think that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, they're not the top stack of the slate, but you know, I think they can come in and put a hurting on Geo as well. All right, let's uh keep it moving here. We got Cleveland against well, actually, before we get to Cleveland, we got to do Minnesota and Chicago. Michael Pineda at 9,000. He's really turned things around recently and uh, looks like a very good uh, choice here against the White Sox. Dylan Cease has not lived up to expectations. He's been quite up and down. And you got to like some Minnesota bats against him. Yeah, it's Minnesota all day with this one. You know, they're going to come in as one of the best stacks of the slate. You know, they're coming off a hot series versus the Yankees. Um Continue to Nelson Cruz had three home runs, you know, on Thursday night. They got the power potential to hitters park, rookie pitcher, you know, guys like Kepler, Polanco, Rosario from the left-hand side. Then you got Gonzalez, Ariz, and Castro for value. And then you can't forget about the two power bats in Cruz and Sano. This will be one of the, you know, outside of this Boston game, you know, versus the Yankees, you know, the Twins come in as the best stack of the slate so far that we, we've started talking about. So, and I really like them here. It didn't make a lot of sense. And, you know, Pineda's in line for the win. It's a good matchup here. So if you want to try to save a little bit or if you think maybe Wheeler has too much risk due to trade and injury, I think Pineda's definitely in play. I have him, you know, in the same ballpark as Wheeler. I have Granke above both of them for safety. And there's two other pitchers here that make some sense as well. But I think you got to really consider um, Pineda here for the fact that he's probably going to get the win, and he's been pitching better as of late, like you said. All right, let's move on to Cleveland and Kansas City. We have Zach Plezak, uh going up against the Royals and Jacob Junis. Uh, a lot of the Royals pitchers have actually started to pitch better recently. I used to attack Junis all the time, but it hasn't worked as much. Plezak is interesting at 7,300, though. Yeah, it's a game, you know, from a pitching perspective that, you can maybe take a shot on. Um, the upside is probably not there with Plesak to get you much. Um, but you have some safety in a, in a softer matchup. And Junis goes out there every once in a while, has a miraculous game where he goes out there and strikes out a bunch of guys. So you never know. You know, it could be a spot for both of them to do well. Junis is coming off two good starts. But prior to that, he's faced these Indians twice and had two bad starts. So I can't get behind really a, a Junis play here. I can't really get behind a Cleveland stack. And as far as Plesak goes, you know, he's just, he's not that good. You know, he's really hasn't done anything spectacular as of late. So, you know, I think there's better spots to attack better people. I'm just totally, you got to X off some games on, on these large slates. And this is one, this is going to be one of them for me. All right. Uh, we got Baltimore, the, we got Houston at the Cardinals. Uh, or Jose Uquiti, who actually pitched pretty good the last time out. He's just $5,000 against Jack Flaherty, who he could use some uh, Astros bats against. Yeah, I I disagree on the Astros bats. Flaherty's good enough that I don't really want to stack against him in the pitcher's park. But Uquiti is your best value play on the slate. Uh, I think, you know, DraftKings, you know, maybe skipped over his name. Um, didn't like upping his price. I don't know what the reason is, but for $5,000, for a guy who has the strikeout upside coming in as a favorite and the guy who's coming off a good start, I don't know why the algorithm didn't hit him. Um, yeah, I guess because it's his first good start, but 
if he dropped, you know, 55 FanDuel ports versus Texas, you know, I think there's a good shot that he can have a good game versus all these righties of the Cardinals. The Cardinals are starting to hit a little bit better. You know, when they brought up Edmund, um, Goldschmidt's turning it around a little bit. Fowler and DeJong and Wong have been hitting better as well. But for $5,000 on DraftKings, you know, on a, on a one-pitcher slate like FanDuel, you know, I'm not going to go after QWERTY. But to, to go in there and grab, you know, a pitcher with the upside that he has um, for $5,000, I think it's a no-brainer. I think you lock him in into both your cash games and your GPPs. You pair him with a guy like Granke, um, and, and you just you, you work on your bets. I think it's the play. Okay. Uh, moving right along, we got Baltimore at the Angels. Asher Wojciechowski actually pitched pretty good uh, last time out. Uh, Griffin Cannon's very interesting at 7,200. Yeah, I think Cannon makes a lot of sense here. Um, comes in really cheap. He comes in with the, the K upside. He hasn't been able to put it together too often. You know, that's his, his problem here where he just gets into trouble. He'll be cruising, and then he'll get into trouble and have a bad inning, and it all falls apart. So the dude has talent. You know, he should be able to, you know, reach value here. He's faced Baltimore once, didn't last too long. Like I said, he's got – he has trouble lasting long in games. You know, I don't see too many games where he's pitched more than six innings, you know, throughout the entire year. So – you got to make sure he packs everything in those first five innings and gets you what you what you need. You know, on a two-pitcher slate like DraftKings, I think it makes a lot of sense at his price tag. On FanDuel, you know, I think you need a little bit more for me pitcher. So he'd be a DraftKings only play for me. And on the backside of things, you know, Wojciechowski had a good start versus, for, versus Boston. You know, that might temper my expectations a little bit. But guys like Calhoun, Otani, and Trout, um, I think still match up well against them. All right, uh, moving along, we have Texas and Oakland. Lance Lynn could start against anybody right now at 10,800. Uh, and this is a pitcher's park going against Daniel Mangan. Uh, you do like some Texas bats, but again, this is a, this is a pitcher's park as well. So, uh, Noah Mazzara has started to look like showed some signs of breaking out. He had a monster home run the other night. He's, uh, he's only $3,900. Uh, Elvis Andrews is only 4000 Yeah, I think the, the interesting case is Lance Lynn. You know, every time he's on the slate, nobody really wants to play him because he's Lance Lynn, and he keeps going out there and striking out double-digit um, batters. Um, here's another spot here where I think, you know, a lot of people will be on Granky for the safety, and Lynn might go out there again and do the same thing he's been doing all year long and strike out, you know, eight or nine of these uh, Oakland bats. Oakland is not... You know, a team that has been explosive as of late. You know, he's faced them a couple times this year, pitched well against them. You know, it's going to be a tough decision um, on who to grab here. Do you want the safety and the name recognition of Granke, or do you want the recent production and the K upside of Lance Lynn? So I think it's pretty equal. You know, I think they both go in there and uh, pitch equal games. I think that, you know, you want to split up your exposure between the both of them because, you know, what you're getting with one, um, you're getting the opposite with the other. So, you know, you get a little bit more K upside maybe potentially with Lynn, but not much because, you know, Miami strikes out more. Um, and they, they're a weaker offense in general than, you know, the Oakland bats here. So I think they're a wash. You know, I think they're both good pitchers and good matchups. You can find a way to kind of put them both in your lineup. That also makes sense. So I like both him and Granky. Not really going to attack 
any kind of bats in this game, so I think Megan's better than people make him out to be. So it's Lance Lynn or, or nothing for me on this game. San Francisco with San Diego. Uh, you have uh, Jeff Samarge against Joey Lucchese. Uh, reasons to like both of these pitchers. If I had to take one here, it would probably be Samarge. He's 8,300 on DraftKings. Lucchese's been kind of up and down, but I think, you know, in this park, uh, but actually, you know, San Francisco has been pretty hot. They've they put themselves in the wild card race. Uh, uh, so I, I definitely like Samarjo over Lucchese. You know, the Padres are a little bit overrated. They're getting a lot of hype lately. Yeah, it's 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 crazy how an organization like the Giants always find ways, even when they don't want to win and they want to rebuild, they just start winning. And it's it's an organization that always does well, no matter what and no matter who's on their team. So um, both pitchers here are in play. Um, Vegas has the Padres as favorites here, you know, so I would lean, you know, towards Lucchese here, but like you said, San Francisco has been hitting better. So, you know, I think San Francisco is the sneakier side with Samarja, um, both good value plays though, both guys that, you know, can go in there and, and get your six innings and some K's. So I think you look at both of them for value and you stay away from the bats here. And we'll finish up with Detroit and Seattle, which is it. This game, I don't know what to call it, an oxymoron. It's pitchers you want to attack, but you don't really have bats that you like. Uh, Daniel Norris against Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, you know, maybe you can find one or two Tigers bats you like in here. You know, maybe you can you can pick and choose. Tim Beckham did it a grand slam last night. He's only he's only thirty six hundred. You know, so maybe there's one back. You know, Castellanos. Uh, you know, for Detroit, but not a lot to like here. Looking like a total stay away game. Yeah, the only thing that's, you know, somewhat tempting um, from my perspective are these price tags on Norris and Kikuchi. You know, a lot of people are going to be playing a Curdy. 5,900. Uh, yeah, they're, they're both cheap. You know, Norris is 5,200. Um, uh, Kikuchi is 5,900. You know, they, they have some upside of strikeouts, you know. So at these price tags... You know, if, if either of them go out there and get you 4Ks, 5Ks, last five innings and only let up a run or two, they hit value here. So um, Norris has been doing that um, less than five, six, seven innings. So you don't need much. You know, if you go out there and, and fade a QWERTY and you grab one of these two guys that nobody really going to have, or if you have the balls to play a QWERTY with one of these two guys and they both go out there and get you 15 each, you're in a great spot if you get your batters right. So you can pretty much stack anybody you want on the slate, grab all the best guys, all the best matchups. GPP only play, but, you know, don't be afraid in, in you know, one of your smaller entry lineups to maybe run a, a QWERTY Norris or a Kikuchi Norris, um, you know, pitching stack and just load up on your bats and see what happens because, you know, it could happen that they both go out there and grab you 15 points. I don't really like either of these offenses. You know, they're going against better teams um, in a hitter's park. I won't even think about it, but two-week offenses, hitters, uh, pitcher's park, you know, it makes some sense to me to go ahead and do that. But uh, that's the slate. Um, it's a big slate. You got to be different. You got to find spots to, you know, fade maybe possibly Zach Granke, go with Lynn because you're predicting a little bit less ownership, or go with these guys with, you know, these $5,000 price tags and hopefully stack up your bats and your bats you know, make up the difference. So um, it's an interesting slate. Just want to let the, the listeners know we are running our weekly, you know, FanDuel free roll. All you got to do is go to FanDuel.com slash win daily. It's got to be all lowercase, case sensitive. So make sure you type it in correctly. 
FanDuel.com backslash WinDaily. We're offering a free roll sponsored by WinDaily Sports. Well, you'll get a free one-year membership if you finish in first place. And if you finish in the top five, you'll get one free month. Um, so it's a free roll. Hop in, no cost. Check out the website, WinDailySports.com. we got a ton of content going on. There's already articles up um, as we speak right now. Our stacks, our pitching combos. You know, you hear the perspective from a lot of DFS pros. I know uh, David Jones wrote his article today, and here he has two qualifying tickets to the FanDuel World Championship of Baseball. So these are great minds that are producing great content. So make sure you check it out, WinDailySports.com, and hit up the free roll. Scott, have a good day. He'll be on Sirius Radio later on today. So enjoy the rest of your day, Scott, and let's win some money on this Friday. All right. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.